This episode of At The Bar is recorded on the lands of the Ghana people and we pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. I'm Jane Gretch and welcome to At The Bar, a podcast about running a dance studio, the highs, the lows and everything in between. As a dance studio owner, business coach, leadership expert, and the founder and author of Dance Step, a dance student teacher education program, my mission is to educate, encourage, and empower all I serve. Each week, I'll share a mixture of solo episodes and interviews, sharing ideas, hopefully making you smile, and reminding you that you are not alone. So, What are we waiting for? Join me at the bar. I'm so glad you've joined me again at the bar. My name's Jane Gretch and I'm your host. And in today's conversation, I'm speaking with Jennifer Randall, who is a social media guru, for want of a a better description. And she was speaking to me um, all the way over in Seattle. She's a fellow uh, dog mum. So we had that in common and um, she had some really great tips that I think you're going to want to listen to um, if you're wanting to level up your socials this year. This episode is brought to you by my January group workshop, group training workshop, and it's called Your Best Year Yet. During the workshop, I'll be going through three pillars that will help you do exactly that, I hope, and have your best year yet. You all deserve it. It's a free workshop. Normally, they are a paid workshop, but this is my gift to you for a fabulous 2022. You do need to register. It's on Tuesday, the 25th of January at 10 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. If that time doesn't suit, then of course, I'll send you the recording as well. To get your seat uh, on the Zoom table, then head to my bio. You'll find that at Dance Studio Success on Instagram, and you'll be able to click the link to register there, as well as there'll be a link in my free Facebook group, The Collective for Dance Studio Owners. Hope to see you on January 25th. I am so excited to welcome you, Jennifer. Jen, which do you prefer to the podcast anyway? Which do you prefer? Honestly, it doesn't matter. You can call me whatever you want. There were five Jennifers in my class growing up, so you could call me any Jen, Jennifer, Jen, Jen, Jen Jenny, Jennifer, Jenny. Um, yeah. I, well, I just wondered if Jennifer was when you're in trouble. My mum is Elizabeth or Liz, but very much Elizabeth when she's in trouble. But you can't do that with my name, Jane. It's just Jane. It's just Jane. <laughs> anyway. It was a full name. I was a full name when I was in trouble. It was my full entire name. So (laughs) yeah, all the names. (laughs) It was all of them. And you're a mum. I bet you do that with your children too. (laughs) I do if I can spit them out fast enough. That's the problem. Yes. Sometimes I I struggle. Yeah, remembering their first name. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then they usually just tell me. You know, it's it's you know, like oh yeah, you. 
Yeah, yeah, Caitlin, Louise, Alana, I don't know, I don't know who, someone, Coda. Um, so, but you're also like, let's get serious. Let's get the serious stuff out of the way before um, we go into other things. You're a dog mum as well. I feel very connected to you through the gram because oh. I have an obvious love for your dog, Lulu. <laughs> she is actually my favourite furry child. Yeah. I, have to, I have to say furry child because she is actually... She's probably more maintenance than my child, children, but um, but I do love her. Yes, she was a shelter dog. She wasn't even supposed to be my dog, but, you know, I'm the one working from home. I'm the one home all day. Even when I was, we had her when I was running the studio, and, of course, she turned into my dog, so everyone in the house was jealous that yes. now she's my dog. And so yes. I'm like, well, sorry. Dog mom. Now, she, now she's mine. She's my dog. I'm a dog mom. It's funny how this happens because I, um, I've i got Coda, who is a cavoodle, but, uh, and he, he features in my stories quite often like your Lulu. Um, mm-hmm. But I also have a Labrador called Nala and I got Coda because I thought Nala was lonely a bit, you know, like we've, we're mm-hmm. a bit busy now. My children are older. We're not at home as much as when, the you know, I was home with the kids working from home. Anyway. Long story short, um, Nala wasn't that lonely. <laughs> I think Nala might be an introvert Labrador. She is completely happy by herself. And small dog, Coda, has become my BFF. And now I work from home more, so I guess it did serve the purpose. Um, yeah, definitely more high maintenance than my children. Absolutely with you. Such fun. Um, yeah. Anyway, we could talk dog mum stuff all day. We won't. You run an, um, you described it best to me as an ad agency, but for mostly for dance studios and other, you know, child-centred operations. Um, mm-hmm. If, and you also mentioned in the same breath that, you know, not many people kind of go, mm, ad agency, like what's that? So what, what do you do? Yeah, so I run Attract and Enroll Membership. I created it based on the fact that being a studio owner at one time for a very, very long time, um, the word agency just kind of always rubbed us the wrong way. It felt like it was, it was a lot of money. They didn't really understand us. Um, and we're just, we have this weird, like different mentality kind of thing. Um, and so I kind of fell in love with online marketing when I was running my studio and um, kind of, I was, I was an early adopter. So going like way, like way back, way back. we're going to go yeah. there. We're going to go way back. Yeah, come on, let's um, do it. <laughs> I had, <laughs> I, I grew up dancing, um, did the whole, you know, touring around the country with, you know, um, we call them workshops, conventions mm-hmm. kind of thing here. Mm-hmm. Um did that in high school and then kind of, you know, went to college, graduated, did the whole nine to five thing, realized that was definitely not my path. And, you know, um, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was just not my path. No. So um, I opened a second location for a studio and just realized, okay, maybe it's, is this my thing? I don't know. Like, I love teaching. I love dancing. Um, and she ended up just walking away from that that location and I kind of took over and thought, okay, well, I'm going to give this a go. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of, had, had kind of ended up owning a studio. I feel like that's kind of how we all just, 
yeah. our love for teaching and our love for the art yes. just kind of morph into this. Yes. I'm really good at this and I have a massive passion for it. Yes. And so that's where it ended up. And as I was going along, you know, I was that person. I don't know if you guys do door hangers. We did door hangers where you go to houses and you hang like little like flyers on the doors. Like, um, so I, I was always really good at, I, I would, you know, bundle the kids, throw them in a, you know, we'd go out for a walk. And I, I knew if I did a hundred of those, I would have, you know, 10 trials come in, those trials come in. Anyway, um, when social media kind of moved into the scene, I was an early adopter of those. Um, we call them Groupon, living mm-hmm. social. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah, Groupon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so I was an early adopter of like, hey, I think there's something behind this. But, you know, diving into it. And once we all get into it, we realized that was not the way to go either because mm. of the profit margins and all that stuff. Um, so... Yes. So long story short, after that, I was like, that's not working. And I really dove into the psychology behind what is a social media? I love tech. I love problems. I would love problem solvers. Like I love puzzles. And so um, I ended up kind of just picking apart, like, how do I, how do I make this work for local businesses? Because at the time Mm. it really was very national brand only product base where you could, you, you, the advertisement was for products only or a digital download or that kind of thing, but Mm. it wasn't really serving the local industry. So that's, that's kind of how I got into it. I Um, I love that. I love that you said, I love problems. Jen, (laughs) I I I (laughs) I love solving problems. I would say, uh, like three of the three, three, I mean, two to three clients a week that I have come to yeah. me because something has happened on their Facebook, their Facebook has disappeared or locked out of Facebook or there's something that's disappeared. Yeah. You know, there's just always something. Yeah. Um, and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Let's figure it out. Like there's always yeah. Yeah, something fun to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, that's why I created attracting the role membership hmm. is so I could take that online marketing piece that we're all kind of moving towards, especially during COVID, right? Mm. Um, And really like hone studios in on what is your marketing message in on this platform and how do we translate that into bringing people through your doors? Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's what it is. It's that, that, that ads management setup piece, exactly what an agency yes. would do, but there's also the other bonuses that come along with it, the troubleshooting and all of yeah. that stuff. Yes. And the bonuses are epic. I will, I will um, share that you and I have just started working together. We're very much in the early days and I'm really excited and perhaps we can schedule, you know, six months on a little kind of loop back and, and how it's all going for us. Um, because I think, you know, uh, I shared with you when I first started working with you, I I see a lot of dance studios on Instagram and Facebook um, because of my Dance Step program. They're they're partner studios with me, so obviously I want to follow them and and encourage them and Mm -hmm. give them some hearts where I can and kind of cheer them on. 
But because of that, I, I do see, and I'm, I've got quite a critical eye of, on my own, it, we can just get caught up in doing it for the sake of doing it, like without, would you, like I almost feel like without intention, which goes against everything I know I've already shared with you that I like to try and be intentional about everything I do. But sometimes it's like, oh, that you know, nothing's scheduled, let's just, throw this up and there's never thought around that would you is that a problem that you see I mean you're in Seattle we we did not share that but I'm sure people mm. can tell by your accent <laughs> that you're not in Australia um because we've both got funny accents right exactly exactly <laughs> um yeah like what do you what do you see I guess what I'm trying to think of is you know what the main mistakes are start studio owners who are trying to do it but maybe aren't doing it very well. Uh. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I have to honestly say, I think when it started, because we, we are, most of us are not business owners, business majors to begin with. Like we yeah. love dance and we own this. The days of posting just to post and everything else will run its course are yeah. kind of over. Yeah. Like you really do have to post with intent and um, most of us, social media is like that last thing on our list. And it's one of those things that we know we should be doing, but we just don't know how to do it mm. well because it changes all the time. <laughs> I was going to say we did know how to do it well, but that was six months ago and then they changed it again. <laughs> and then yeah, we learned. Because it, it changes all the time, right? Yes. Yeah. And I, I think for some of us, there's this disconnect between mm what we're doing in studio and what mm. we're doing online. Mm. And really it, it can be the same thing. Yeah. It just, we just need to make sure that it's actually happening. Yeah. And then that comes back. If I'm peeling back the layers, it comes back to what kind of systems do you actually, yes. are you using? Now I saw, hold on, I screenshotted it. I was, um, I might've been scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> you know, doing the doing the mindless scroll, but this is relevant. Um, so James Clear, I don't know if you've read his book Atomic Habits. Um, mm -hmm. do, yeah, oh, my so favorite I, book. Amazing, right? I feel like I need to read it again. Um, so he says, "You do not rise to the level of your goals; you fall to the level of your systems." Boom, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." Yeah. Feel, I feel seen and like I'm the systems queen. That's what I do. You know, often in my coaching with dance studio owners, I'm designing their systems. Um, and yeah, that you're you're so spot on. It's like if you've got a system, um, then of course you're you're more likely to have intention because you've actually sat down and designed this. I wonder, yeah, and I think that's probably where some of us are falling into trouble is that it is by default instead of design, which goes against yeah. everything I stand for. But here I am putting my hand up and saying guilty. Well, and I think you're right. And that is obviously, that is hands down one of my favorite books. So if anyone has not read that, yes, I, yes. It is. plug for James Clear, Atomic it, it Habits. Is, <laughs> it is. Atomic Habits is, it changed my life. Mm -hmm. um, but the whole point of that is if it's, if your systems are complicated and you don't fully understand them, <laughs> they are not going to be sustainable. 
And I think that's one of the traps that with social media, because people fall into so fast, mm-hmm. um, it's like, and it's changing so fast that people <sighs> are like, oh, I need that system. Yeah. Oh, they go to a workshop, especially in our industry, you go to a workshop or you listen to, you know, uh, a call or, a, you know, something you're on something, a big Zoom yeah. with someone and they're like, oh, they're using that system. Now I need to use that system. Or I want to, they're using that tool. I need to use that tool or they're using that tool. And we, we have this, you know, it's, I'm going to switch and then I'm switching and I'm switching and I'm switching and switching. And the learning curve is so great for each one of these that every time you switch, you spend so much time and then you're exhausted and you're like, well, that didn't work. And then you switch again and then you, you learning curve and you're like, that didn't work. And then you switch again Mm -hmm. and you learn and learning curve. And, and what it really comes down to is again, if you (laughs) you read the book, just simple, Mm. simple, which you had on your Instagram, not that long ago, actually, you had a post about, yeah, like the power of, of it being simple. Like it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be hard um, I, I sometimes like to over-engineer things over the last 18 months, my word, you know, has been ease. Like what would this look like if it was easy? Um, mm-hmm. now that has definitely served me well. Like I've stripped back uh, a lot of just nice to haves around things and gone, but what, what actually is the outcome mm-hmm. I'm looking for, for these systems? Um, but I think the big thing is is just yeah outsourcing this navigation of the constant changes like we do that for other parts of our business this is my mm-hmm. thoughts anyway we you know i have a bookkeeper and i have a tax like an accountant because those kind of things that we have a system for it but i don't have the time to stay on top of the tax law you know when it comes time to to lodging my my taxes and things like that because that's not my area of expertise. That's not what lights me up. That doesn't bring me joy. I'm not really that interested in it, but it's an essential part of my business, a really, really essential part. And then when I think about this, like particularly like the paid ads, which I think, you know, you you can riff on that in a minute, like that's where we need to be playing in. It's not organic reach is like, bleh. Yeah. Um, it's like, well, that's not our area of expertise, but there is a limit, like there's this thought about, oh, no, I can't outsource it. But I really think more and more of us need to think about doing that, which is why I'm so excited that I have done that, like literally patting myself on the back right now. Um, because it is this ever, like it's a whole nother thing, right? <laughs> it's just. Yeah, it's be- it's becoming a whole other thing. You're mm. right. It's, it's definitely, I would say in the last couple of years, it is. It is a completely different thing. And I, I think people up until now thought I can do it. Yeah. Because it's it's not, you know, you, you there, well, here, there's so many tools mm-hmm. out there. There are so many courses you can DIY. And I think that has part <laughs> been, <laughs> I've done it, you've done it. Like we've, we've done enough where we, we know enough. Yeah. Where, you're like, okay, I've, I've done enough and now it doesn't work, but did I actually do it right? Yeah. And, and that's where I think we, we start to get tripped up is yes. um, we've spent so much time DIYing and doing it and putting in the work. And now all of a sudden we're like, well, that didn't work. 
Mm-hmm. And so now I'm just not going to do it at all. Um, yeah, a bit of like almost like analysis paralysis. It's like, well, I've tried all of these things and I don't know what to try now. You know, I um, I watch you on your Instagram, you know, you're saying you're in there tweaking ads and things like that. And I, in the past, you know, we've, we've done campaigns and things and I go in, <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know where to start to tweak that. Like I'll, I'll change a few things. I know a little bit about split testing, you know, and I'll try different images or try different copy and things like that. But it's, it's like I'm really just playing. I, I really am just playing around. But this, I mean, I love that your membership is called Attract and Enroll because it is the, like, the way to get students. And there's another book. Can you tell I'm a little bit of a nerd? I, I love to read because I one of my, oh, it's like I'll make the um, admittance. I can't think of the word. Um, one of my strengths, so to speak, is love of learning, mm-hmm. which is good. <laughs> but there is sometimes there's too much learning. Um, but in the book, uh, Fix This Next by Mike McCallowitz, which I always have fun with his mm-hmm. last name, he he has like, it's almost like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. He's like, okay, if something's not right in your business, this is where you start. You start at the bottom of the triangle, you get this sorted, and then you go up to the next thing and you fix that next. Da, da, mm-hmm. da, 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 da. Right. Now, the bottom of the triangle is leads, basically sales. Yeah. And quite often I feel like, particularly in my dealings with my private coaching clients, they are a little bit like head in the sand about that. They know, they know that, you know, more leads are probably going to help fix the next problem because if they convert those to customers, increase cash flow, get somebody to help them, you know, la di da di da, but they almost go backwards. When I read his book, I was like, oh, like, duh, yeah, obviously. Like, of course, right? But at the same time, I'm not sure where we're doing that. And so, Attract it using social media to attract and a role needs to be the goal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rather than just, I liked that. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can have that. <laughs> you, can <use> that. <laughs> you can have that. Um, but whereas sometimes we I don't know whether that's the goal for dance studio owners. I might be speaking out of turn. I can only talk about my experience. Well, um, uh, yeah, no, you're 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 right. I think. I like to use the analogy because I try to refer everything in the social media world back to like dance. Um, And so I like to use like the analogy of an ad is like choreography. Mm -hmm. Like we create this amazing piece in our head, right? We write it all down. We have the music. It's awesome. It looks amazing in our head. And we go and set it on our dancers and we're like, hmm. (laughs) I see where you're I, going with this. <laughs> I, I I think I need to tweak that, that, and that. And they are not as go, good as <laughs> right. Like it looks great in our head, right? And I go, oh, this is great. I think, I think we need to tweak that, that, and that. And then you get it to the stage, and you're like, hmm. With lighting and staging, I think we need to tweak that, that, and that. Yeah, and ads are. Ads, ads and social media is the same way, right? Love it. We set it. We've come up with this and we think amazing copy. And yes. We love this graphic and it's amazing and I love it. And we're like, yes. And we throw it out into the world and we're like, 
well, why isn't anything happening? But we have to remember, it's just like choreography. Like mm. it has to be tweaked a tiny bit and just a little, like we have to give it time to really just set in, give it some time, give it some space, let it breathe. Yeah. And then go back and, and yeah, make sure it's doing what we want it to do. Yeah. No, I love that. Now, you um, mentioned you're working with a couple of different strategies at the moment. Um, I'm wondering if you'd be willing to share a few of them. I mean, don't, you know, don't give away the farm, but some things that you're <laughs> tweaking, like some some different ideas, because obviously you're doing the same thing. You know, you've got the choreography for all your clients and you're in there. Oh, just on that, I was just thinking about sometimes when you are in too deep. I'm going to go with, with your analogy because I love it so much and I think everybody's <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, 100% with you, um, is that when I walk into a studio and one of my teachers is doing some work, you know, with their students, sometimes I can see a few tweaks that maybe they can't because they're in too deep, you know, and I can mm-hmm. go, what if you, you know, and they, they say the problem, right, because I'm a bit like you, um, I quite like solving other people's problems because it makes me mm-hmm. feel good. <laughs> Are you a Virgo? No, I'm not. I'm Libra. Okay. <laughs> so we can't twin on everything, okay? Dang it. Dang it. <laughs> um, but, you know, I go in and they're like, oh, I just can't figure this bit out because they're there, blah, 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 blah. And I go, oh, well, have you tried this? You know, because I've got fresh eyes and I'm wondering, like, when I'm looking at my stuff, that I'm in too deep sometimes too, and that if you're going into the ads, you're looking at it with fresh eyes. You're like, this is this is what you could tweak, and I'd be like, ah, never thought of that. Um, anyway, little segue there. So what, what are some of the strategies that are working for your, your clients at the moment? So I would say right now because we're all kind of in weird Weird, not weird seasons, but new seasons. <laughs> no, or, they're weird. <laughs> you know, like well, they're they're weird. They are things are weird, right? We're not. Yeah, we're in this kind of limbo. Honestly, we should all be running ads all of the time. The algorithm loves it when we are consistently showing up, right? When we're just showing up. Yeah. When okay. we run these one one off kind of ads all the time, it's kind of like okay, now I have to learn who you are. I have to learn your audience. I have to learn who's engaging. And it just takes it a very long time for the ad to perform. Yeah. Um, And it doesn't necessarily perform as well as if you were continually, continuously running some sort of like reach ad or engagement ad. Yeah. Um, So just that being said, that, that is like, I would say tip number one. The other thing that's, that's working really well is running these reach and engagement ads Mm -hmm. at like a dollar a day for us, it would be a dollar a day. Mm -hmm. Um, And we would set up like three to three to four, maybe five ads if you really wanted to go that far. Um, They just kind of run continuously for like two to three months. And Mm -hmm. then we check on them. And the message behind that is that one of them is going to be a, um, testimonial, a press, something along the lines of a, like it's, it's giving you, I'm a loss for the word right now, but, um, I don't want to say testimonial confirmation of who you are, right? It's confirmation of 
you are who you are. You have, there's some press yes. behind you. There's a testimonial, that kind of thing. The second ad would be something along the lines of your culture. Mm-hmm. What, what makes your studio different? Mm-hmm. What do you do compared to the other studio down the street? What do you yeah. provide for your students? What do you provide for your, your parents? It could be something as simple as, I mean, we don't, I don't know if you have lobbies open again. No, um, no it doesn't. Yeah. But, you know, it could be something simple, like, you know, our studio, our teachers are all, you know, first aid certified mm, or something, mm, you know, like, yeah. you know, just something like that the yep. parent would be like, oh, yeah, oh, interesting. I, yeah, I definitely want that. Right. Yeah. Um, and then the third um, ad would be a feel good piece. Yeah. Something when people read it, they feel really good. So yeah. like a charity that you give to a scholarships that you do. And we all do these, but we don't really promote them. No, we don't. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we don't. Do you know mm. what? I feel a bit in like, I don't know why we don't. Why don't we? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And the, and the bonus is, is, is those three ads. I mean, they're super inexpensive. And mm. the, the goal of these is really just to get people to know you to warm that audience up around yeah. your radius of your studio as quickly as possible. So that when you do run a register now yeah. or a free trial ad or something like that, they've already seen you. Yeah. They already know you because they've seen you pop up in their newsfeed. Multiple and they're times. deciding if they like you, right? <laughs> and they've, like, already de- mm. they've already decided whether yeah. or not they, yeah. they know, like, and trust you. Yeah. So, because we all know the goal is to get them in through the doors. Because mm. once we get them through the doors, the, the conversion yeah. Yeah, the <laughs> conversion rate just takes over. The sparkles, yeah. the lights, the studio, mm. like the, the memories, right, of yeah. the mom doing that when she was a child and her. And it's just that kind of snowballs. So once you get them there, that's, yeah. that's the goal. Um, yeah, so that that is the strategy that we are using right now. And it's actually working very, very well. Mm. Um, And it's converting at a much lower rate. Those, those register now free trial ads are converting at a much lower um, cost Mm. because people have already seen you in these, you know, very, these reach or engagement ads. So Yeah. You know, it could change in six months. Oh, I bet it can. But then you can tell us, you can (laughs) tell us or your clients what we're doing now. Do you know, I was was thinking as I was um, reflecting, you know, in preparation of of our conversation today about when, (laughs) I'm just laughing because it was so annoying, when we had to have only 20% text in our Facebook ads. Oh, Oh, yes. Oh, it's like just so fickle like there's so many rules and things whereas now I don't know whether that matters anymore does it I mean I haven't seen a 20 no that's completely gone yeah good because I was like I don't I've given that no further thought since having to put it through you know put see how much oh reduce the font size oh it was my big pain going to let them bark for a minute they're just making sure I'm okay bless them um that's fantastic like those tips in them themselves are amazing and I think also just that um 
confirmation that we should be spending money on this. We like this is this needs a budget line, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really does need a budget line. <laughs> yeah, and it's, you know what? Honestly, it doesn't have to be that much. No, but but we have a. I mean, I don't there, and that's the other thing. Working with studio owners, we very rarely have marketing budgets. Yeah. And so if you can kind of just put away, you know, a couple hundred dollars a month, it doesn't have to be a lot. Yeah. And just have something continuously running. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, you you can save it up for the months that you really want to go like hard hitting maybe if you want. But yeah. I mean, I think I, yeah, if if people don't have a a budget, first of all, that's my hot tip. Number one. Try that. That's your job, <laughs> not my job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try that. But um, we, I was thinking, because my studio is uh, 16 next year, and um, when I first started, we would just put, we had local papers. Sadly, Dan, we don't have, well, I don't know if it's sad, but we don't have local papers anymore because of social media and things, which is, there's a whole kind of flow-on effect from that. But the ads I, I would put them in for three weeks prior to the start of the season and, you know, not a big ad. I've still got them. Like, they're so cute. I've, I've clipped them out and got them. But they were expensive. Like, 15 years ago, I was spending $1,000 for three weeks of ads. Now, they did, they were pretty high converting, but, I mean, we're not talking $1,000 here, are we? We talk, When you said a dollar a day, I... I reckon a whole lot of people went, oh, <laughs> oh I could yeah. do that. I mean, I worked that out. You said three ads running for three months. Well, we're looking at, you know, about $300 for three months. Yeah, I'm not talking a lot of money. And I think, too, when we started running ads, it was expensive because we didn't know what was what was happening True. with local yeah. businesses and we didn't know how to use it. Um, and if I could give you guys one tip, I probably should have started with this yeah. because this is hands down. <laughs> Take this away. All right. Everybody um, listen. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should not be using conversion ads. Right. They are very, very expensive. Yeah. And they were built for products, right. whether a physical product or an online product, um, something of that nature. And um, there are a ton of people sometimes still in our industry that are promoting, you know, using a conversion ad to a landing page. And I could get into a whole other thing about landing pages. Um, But it's very, very hard to track those, especially now Mm. um, with the iOS update. And so... Mm -hmm. And so a traffic ad will do the exact same thing as a conversion yeah. ad because we're not selling an actual product that we're collecting all of that info on a landing page. Yeah. We're, we're sending people to a landing page to get their, their email and their phone number and maybe info of like their, you know, what class they're interested in, right? Yeah. We're not collecting credit card information no. typically, no. right? And so I think that's the, that's the misconception. Mm-hmm. with conversion ads is that they're not really meant for us services or what yeah. we do yeah mm-hmm. yeah no I have asterisks that that is um yeah 
Amazing. Um, fantastic. Well, thank you. Where can, I mean, this is all well and good, but where do we learn more about Attract and Enroll Membership? So you can find me, I mean, I'm obviously I'm online. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram, it's just at the Jennifer Randall yeah. on both. Um, and then the membership is just attract.thejenniferrandall.com. Trying to keep it simple. I love, see, yeah, we've talked about that. Excellent. I'll put that in the show notes anyway. Um, that's fantastic. I, I'm super excited about my studio dance arts um, working with you. I feel, in fact, I think I shared with you already, like just like a weight has lifted off my shoulders. I'm happy to create content. Um, it, mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm quite happy to do that. And I feel that a lot of the... Um, I wasn't going to go here, but now that it's in my head, the hesitation with dance studio owners outsourcing this kind of thing is they um, say to me, you know, but people don't just don't understand, right? People just don't understand dance studios. And and to a degree that's true. Um, So, you know, if I can still kind of be creating the content but I'm not having to to look at the ads and tweak them and things like that, then I feel like that's the perfect blend. And so you've done that in a really clever way that obviously you know oh. you know who you're serving because you've been yeah. how long how long was your studio in operation for? I didn't ask. Uh, so I owned my studio for 12 years. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was quite it was my first I was my first baby. Actually. Yes, yes, it was my first baby too. <laughs> well, actually, they came at the same time, which is not something I'd highly recommend. But oh, yeah. um yes, I so yeah, you you know kind of yeah. what this look and sounds like. And I think that that is definitely one of the hesitations because people maybe have been a little bit burned with other kind of marketing agencies who do mm-hmm. are a little bit more generic. And I think that this is really kind of, you, you know, you know your niche is what I'm trying to say in a really yeah. long way. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. are my people. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You've, you've been there and done it. You've been in the studio. I love it. Thank you so much for chatting all the way from Seattle. I think that maybe you might be my first overseas guest, which is very exciting. Party poppers. Yes. Excellent. Thank you so much, Jen. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Jen as much as I did. Be sure to check out the show notes for the links to connect with her and um, let Jen take the pain (laughs) out of managing your social media and understanding Facebook ads. I'm so glad that I did. Uh, This episode was brought to you by Your Best Year Yet. That's my January group um, training workshop and it will be held on Tuesday the 25th of January at 10am Australian Eastern Standard Time. I'd love you to join me because I'll be taking the time to go through three pillars that are going to hold you up. They're going to support you through 2022 and just help you pave the way 
to better times that lay ahead. It's completely free. It's my belated Christmas gift to you um, because I really do believe in the content that I'm going to share and I really do want this for you. So normally a paid workshop, this one is my gift and I'd love to have you there. To join me, head to my Instagram bio. You'll find me at Dance Studio Success or the link is also in my free Facebook group, The Collective for Dance Studio Owners. Come on over, get your seat and let's make 2022 your best year yet. I'd love to see you there. Thanks for joining me at The Bar. To find out more about past episodes or how I can help you grow your own leadership or train student teachers, head to dancestep.com.au. Great leaders create leaders and I'm here to help you be and do both. And please remember to rate and review me on your podcast player of choice. See you next time at The Bar. You've been listening to another Morgan Media Production. 